Hey everyone, Amy here with a quick note up front. This episode is about the fear of going outside and interacting with other people. We wrote it a few years ago, but now that we're releasing it during a global pandemic, the fear of going outside has gotten a little close to home, so this episode might be something to save for later. We've included more detailed content warnings with timestamps, so you can go take a look at the episode description and decide what's best for you. The good news is, episode 5 takes place entirely inside, so look forward to that. Either way, I hope that the next episode finds all of us in better times. In the words of our unflappable Therese, stay well. What did you do? (gasps) Don't do that! Were you gonna punch me? Jervis, you are a grown man who appeared behind me out of nowhere in an alley while I'm taking out the trash alone at night. Of course I was going to punch you. Yeah, that's on me. What are you even doing out here? The mail's gone. You mean the ads that have been accumulating on the front steps since before I got here? They're on their way to a better place now. You you can't just throw out other people's mail. It's addressed to resident. I, well, I... It... I have a system. What system? You let so much mail pile up that when my dad came by to pick me up for dinner, he circled the block three times because he thought the building was unoccupied. I had to say I lived across the street to get him to stop. Stop that. Those could be important. Don't tell me you're worried about offending the god of junk mail. Stop talking about G.O.D. stuff out here where anyone can hear you. How is spelling a three-letter word more discreet? It works for dogs and children. Now give me those! Okay. But can I ask you something? About what? It's more god stuff? No. Really? You can't lock me out, Tervis! I live here! I have keys! Somewhere. Tervis! Episode 4, Out of Doors. Dear Maddie, My wonderful son is having trouble making friends at school. He's a sweet and intelligent boy, but he has a sensitive side that makes it hard for him to get along with his classmates. I've tried encouraging him to talk to other students, signed him up for extracurriculars, and spoken to his advisors. I've even made a targeted effort to become friends with other parents whose children are at the same university. He said he's perfectly happy with the way things are, but recently he's been changing the subject when I ask about his social life. I worry that he may be experiencing some kind of bullying. What can I do to get my son an active social circle? 
How can I help my boy? Ugh. EB. Hello. Sorry, excuse me, uh, but do you have a minute to talk later today? I'm in meetings all day, dear. Are you free tomorrow at 11.30? Um, I think my mom wants to meet for lunch, but... Oh, no! I I'm free at 11.30 p.m. 11.30... at night? I... I, I could do that, probably. No, you can't. It's late and you're young. Why don't we have the copycat pencil you in for sometime later this week? Thursday should... Mm, well, no. There's the shareholder meetings and on Friday... Um... It's fine. It's not important. I'll just wait until... It's less busy. M, dear, if you wait for things to be convenient, it'll never happen. Schedule a meeting. No, it's really... Ferdinand! Oh. Maddie Monday needs to schedule an appointment. It's okay. I'll, um, stop by later when you're out of your meeting. Thank you. What's that face for? Faking it through another day of gainful employment. No, not that. There's something worrying you. You're crinkling your forehead. It's nothing. Are you sure? Yeah. Maybe. There is something I've been wondering. Hmm? How do you make people tell you things? Maddie. M. You don't make people tell you things. People want to be listened to. All you have to do is open yourself up to hearing them, and people will open themselves to you. That's a great sentiment and all, but I meant more like how do you, Therese, lead investigative reporter at the God's Head Incidental, get people to give you information? Oh, what you're talking about is an investigation, Maddie, and that is a completely different story. What are you getting yourself into? Nothing. Just, you know, getting to the bottom of the conspiracy that exists under our very noses. M. Under your reserved exterior, you have a whole world of stories bursting to get out. I should give you the details of that empathetic storytelling workshop coming up at the community center. As for your question, I get information the way anyone gets information. You sabotage them? Like blackmail? <laughs> no, Em. We aren't all criminal masterminds. All you have to do is know a person well enough to understand what they lack. And then give it to them. Like, bribery? I was kind of hoping for bribery, but using as little actual money as possible. In most cases, you don't have to give people what they actually ask for. You figure them out and give them the thing they wished they needed. Ideally, I would do this without ever having to get to know anyone. Oh, it's easy. Even a cursory internet search can tell you more about a person than they even know about themselves. Look at you, Em. You haven't changed your profile picture on any social media website in four years. Has it been that long? Wait, how did you- Which means, in that time, no one's taking a picture of you that truly feels like you. You don't want anyone to think that they can know you. And that means no pictures in your byline, no after-work drinks, and certainly no workplace confidants. But you- Stop. Sorry. Was it something I said? I, um- I, um, stop so I can focus on my work. 
The conversation is kind of distracting. Oh, sorry about that. Well, here's Sylve's information for the workshop anyway. They're on a technology cleanse, but they would be perfectly amenable to a delivery by any pre-industrial communication methods. I can recommend a good carrier pigeon service if you're interested. Thanks. I'll look into it. Are you thinking that if you go in and out enough times, the door will turn into a portal, or what? Oh, Em, you're here. Thought everyone was at work this time of day. I'm working from home due to inclement weather. But it's been sunny all day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Are you waiting for a package or something? No, I have a P.O. box for that. You didn't order another pizza, did you? <laughs> I'm not making that mistake again. Is everything okay? It's fine. Why? Do I seem like I'm not fine? Jervis, you've been walking to the lobby and back for half an hour. So you were watching me for half an hour? In my defense, it was hard to stop when you got to the outfit changes. How can one man own so much neon? It's not neon, it's day glow. Sure. Is that why you immediately turn around as soon as you get outside? Because people see your outfits and experience permanent retinal damage? Ha ha. No, I just... I kind of wanted to, uh, go take a walk. But I changed my mind a few times. You know, just kind of feels like everybody's looking at me. Why? I just see people, and they're looking at me, and if they recognize me, then tomorrow it'll be all over the place, and everyone will know who I am and what I'm doing, and everything will be exactly like it was before. Maybe you should hire a bodyguard. So people can stare at the guy with the bodyguard? If it's a good bodyguard, anyone who notices you will get a tranquilizer dart to the neck before they even know what they're looking at. A good bodyguard would need to know why I need a bodyguard in the first place. I wasn't serious about the bodyguard, Tervis. I mean, you're right. Being alone feels conspicuous. It's like not a lot of things out there were made for one person. It's kind of hard to do anything if there's not someone else there. Yeah. There's a usually not. Yep. Look... It's a nice day out. My doctor thinks I have a vitamin D deficiency, and I don't think I'll get outside today if I don't have a reason. Do you want to go take a walk? I used to do kickboxing, if you're still thinking about the bodyguard thing. Really? Yeah, I mean, I'll go out if you want. What else am I going to do? My job? You sure? Uh, yeah. I could go whenever. Um... Okay. Yeah. Really? I, uh, yeah. Unless you think it'll be weird. It's definitely gonna be weird. I, okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. 
I'm gonna run up and put my computer away. Put on a jacket and I'll meet you down here and then we'll go, I guess? I'm already wearing a jacket. A different jacket. What's wrong with this one? Fine. Oh look, it's for you. Don't give me your garbage. Are you kidding? Are you... Oh. You're kidding? Yes, I'm kidding. Give me the junk mail. Oh. Huh. What? I make jokes. Right. So, where to? Calm down. Hi, good afternoon. Seriously? <sighs> that hurt. You can't run back inside every time you see someone. I have, and I will. No. We're doing this, okay? You're going to be outside like a normal person. Okay. So, do you want to, uh... What's hard for a former celebrity to do when accosted? A few things. Well, let's start with one. Are you not saying anything because you thought of something or because you want to go back inside? Both. Okay, well, you're not going back in there. So what's the thing? It's kind of weird. This is already weird. And embarrassing, maybe? In what way? Uh... Great. It's time. Jack Thunderclaw, I've never had a partner I've been so glad to have before you. Grit Hansen, you make me proud uh, to be an American. You make me proud to live in this country we call America. Shh! Get off your phone! Wait a minute, Grit. It's Who too easy. That door's got Calm down! I saw you texting during the opening fight scene. If you had arrived on time, you would have seen a riveting PSA about putting your phone on silent. I think the coast is... Popcorn? No, I don't want popcorn. Were you behind me the whole time? Almost there. Of course not. I moved over here when I recognized your sigh of annoyance during the villain monologue. It was an obvious bid for awards show attention, and I will stand by that. Can you just shut up and watch the movie? Oh, I'm sorry. Did the god of theater etiquette die and release his divinity? If the god of theater etiquette is dead, it's because you killed him. Excuse my ill-mannered friend. Keep it down! What What are you doing? I'm handling. Excuse me. Pardon me. Shot this. Excuse me. Just stick with me. You still got your grenade in your backpack? Are you following me? Imogen, usually people arrive separately, then watch the film together. I can show you sometime. Tervis could have seen you! <laughs> well, lucky for both of us, your spirited commentary forced him to take refuge in the front row. I'm trying to enjoy the movie! And chaperoning the most accessible, divine-affiliated person you know? That's out of the goodness of your heart. What are you implying? Imogen, you are a young person of many talents, but the grift is not one of them. The only reason the Turner hasn't caught on to you by now is that you haven't made your move. Caught on to what? Your attempts to earn his trust, so that when you ask him where the gods are, he might just tell you. 
That's not... Okay, if he spontaneously decided to tell me a divine secret or two, I wouldn't stop him. But that's not why I'm here. Your subterfuge is improving. But if I may offer some constructive criticism, you should select a more convincing pretense than doing a friend a favor. This isn't a scheme. Can you go now? If Turvis sees me talking to you... Yes, yes, he'll confound the lock of every door I encounter, and the collected inconvenience of it all will surely ruin me. I can't believe you don't take any of this seriously. And I'm shocked you still do. I thought you were on my side. That was your first mistake. At any rate, I suggest you enroll in a brief course in manipulation and duplicity. It's a 36-step program, and lunch will not be provided. Even if I were- My apologies, Imogen, but I've already discerned how this movie ends, and my imagination is going to do a far better job than the hack cinematographer they hired. Ciao. Hey, only staff are allowed back here. Never fear, I have my food handler's license. We can't keep doing this, pal. Ooh, we're pals now. How exciting. Too late, Grit. I wouldn't wait for your date. They usually don't come back from there. You know what, Thunderclaw? I came here to kick ass and kick down doors. And I'm all out of doors. I can't believe... Why would they... You you left? I got a phone call. Something could have happened. Turvis, people are staring. Crap. Crap, I have to go. Turvis, wait up. Great. Are you sure you can use the bomb with your mind? Trust me. I'm I'm a a professional magician. Jervis, can you slow down for one second? I have to... I... Um. Jervis, seriously, what the hell was that? Well, what was that? I feed the ducks. It's a thing I do. Can you please explain why watching an action movie means we have to walk half the city at top speed? That... Ophthalmologist turned vigilante just kicked down a door. No warning, no regard for the operating mechanism, nothing. It's disrespectful. What? It's barbaric. Who does that? You're freaking out because a fictional person kicked down a fictional door? The door was real. The movie wasn't that good. You're serious? I tried to stop it, and it didn't work. Wait, wait. Back up a second and slow down. It's... I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's just, it was a reflex, and then everyone was staring at me, and this whole idea was just stupid. But you're outside, aren't you? It's not that simple. Have any adoring fans or stalking reporters asked you if you happen to be related to that doorknob guy from the 90s? There are people around. Come on, Tervis. It's just me and a bunch of birds. (gasps) Don't look now, but that gull over there might be trailing us. Where? Tervis, do you actually think a bird is following you? I... I, it, It happens. It wasn't a good joke. Fine. No more jokes. I guess the chicks can't get enough of you. That... 
wasn't good. I know. And kind of heteronormative. Yeah, okay. So, I just... I... You go. I wasn't even going to say anything. Oh. I was just going to say, you know, the corn from earlier. I know that's dumb, but I used to think this was a toll bridge. And that the birds were, you know, gifted with the power to collect on behalf of the god of infrastructure. <laughs> Who told you that? Um, my sister. Uh... She did that kind of thing a lot. Sometimes I think it was a game, but maybe she just wanted to see how gullible I was. Jervis? Yeah? You tell me if you knew something about her, right? I'm gonna stop you right there. What? No. What? I wouldn't tell you. It's none of my business. What? Form, Imogen. You? Marm Ipsum, Executive Adjuster. Capital Claims and Adjustments, LLLC at your service. Pleasure to remake your acquaintance, Mr. Tierney. I, I'll... Uh, what are you doing here? You wouldn't tell me? What are they doing here? I'm here to make a proposition. Don't mind this tube equipment. It's largely unrelated. Now, Mr. Turner... Don't call get me Get out that. of here! Please, Imogen, I have this under control. Your tenant and I are conducting an investigation regarding divine stand-ins, also referred to as vanity dogs. You don't know what you're talking about. Is that what this is about? Getting information out of me? I wasn't. If it sweetens a bitter pill, she also has genuine concern regarding your agoraphobic tendencies. Tervis, this isn't... Don't. Don't talk to me. I have to go. I have to go right now. God damn it, where are my sunglasses? Collar. Oh. I have to... I have to go. Hmm. Not the dramatic exit I would have chosen. Why would you do that? That's my landlord! He controls my whole living situation! You're the one who tried to manipulate him, and look how that went. It might have gone a little better if you didn't make it look like I'm trying to extract information from him. Even though you are? I'm not extracting information from him. I'm understanding information he doesn't have. It's the opening move in a long game, Imogen. It's not a game to me. This is... it's... She's gone, Lorem. And I was fine. I wasn't great, but I was fine, and then you showed up. As if we both don't know who my mysterious friend who hired you really was. It was Iris, you you idiot! And now you're telling me you, a professional thief, don't know how to find her? Not a thief. Executive adjuster. God damn it, Lorem. I don't care. I was trying to do one thing, just... One thing on my own, but you decided you needed to show off. Do you want to be the only goddamn person who can help me? Take off that snorkel and answer me. No point. You know where to find me when we've both calmed down. You 
are ignoring the only function of a bridge. God damn it, Iris. <laughs>
an arm reaching out of the laundry machine. I made a schematic of the laundromat, and I uh, see that okay. it would be... Therese, how much coffee had you had at that point? I don't drink coffee, but I was on my fourth cup of your matter. You know, so one time during finals, I drank like 48 ounces of coffee plus a big gulp before 2 a.m., and while I was walking home, I saw a pack of the freakiest looking dogs I'd ever seen. They were like six feet tall, horns, way too many legs. And I didn't realize until the next day that what I actually saw was a herd of deer. I know what I saw, Em. Sure. You've been quiet today. Are you feeling well? Why are you touching me? I'm checking your temperature. Now, it doesn't feel like you have a fever, but an herbal remedy couldn't hurt. You know, I brew my own ginger turmeric tea. I'll bring you some tomorrow morning. Please don't try to mom-friend me, Therese. We're practically the same age. I'm not trying to mom-friend you, Em. I'm your friend, and I'm worried about you. Okay, can you just back off? Em... Sorry. It's not you. It's just... Not you. Do you want to talk about it? Maybe on the ride over to pick up Douglas? It can't be healthy to keep so much bottled up like this. Actually, I just remembered. I'm staying late to talk to E.B. You should go without me. Are you sure? Yeah. I didn't even finish my piece for tomorrow anyway. Go home. Pick up your son. Dog. Okay. Well, please let me know when you're home safe. Yeah. I'll... I'll do that. Therese? Yes, Em? Have a good night. Stay well, Em. (sighs) Dear, how can I help my boy? Don't. He's a grown adult, and he didn't ask for your help. You didn't trust him when he said he was happy with the way things are, and you decided that meant you needed to help. There are many reasons he may have told you he's not lonely. Perhaps he genuinely enjoys solitude. Or maybe he has friends, but he doesn't want to tell you about it because you have made it clear that his social life is not good enough for you. Or maybe he is lying. Maybe he's lonely and unhappy but he doesn't need you to force him into companionship. Your son doesn't need friends. He needs you to stop twisting his words to justify your own actions. And you need to rebuild his trust in you. So call your son. Ask him how he's doing. Accept his answer, whether you believe it or not. And if you need to go slam a door or two after, well, sounds like you have an empty nest. Incidentally yours, Maddie Monday. Maddie Monday, what are you still doing here? What are you still doing here? I mean, you're the editor-in-chief, so of course you would be here, but it's kind of late. You know how meeting season gets. I was supposed to do something for you. No, I... Oh, you wanted to meet. I have some time now if you want to talk. Maybe we should schedule it for later. Oh, why put it off? I have time now. It's really not important. We Meet should in my just... office when you're ready and we'll talk.
I'm making espresso. Would you like some? It's 11 p.m. No, thank you. I'm sorry. I think maybe this is a bad time. If it were a bad time, I wouldn't have invited you in. Then it's a bad question. Only if the question you have is different from the one you ask me. You're... really a god, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, dear. It's been... oh... It's been a very long time since someone's asked if I were a real god like that. It's a perfectly legitimate... <laughs> Sorry, I, I shouldn't have... Should I leave? I can leave. No, no, stay. Give me a moment. Now, don't apologize for questioning the structures you've taken for granted. Skepticism is an important tool. Look at its source... And survey it carefully. Oh. What? Um, have you brushed up on the best practices lately? Not recently. Why? You might want to look at our procedures for archiving sensitive information unsuited for publishing until the relevant parties are deceased. Are you talking about the dark intranet? Oh dear. I'm afraid our time is up. I have 15 seconds to prepare for a video conference, so if you don't mind... Oh, right, of course. Um, thank you? You're welcome. And Maddie Monday, be careful. Journalism is a cutthroat business. We look out for each other here, but that can only go so far. Wait, what? Oh, my apologies, dear. The meeting is starting. Si sí, puedo oírte. Ah, Costanza, cariño, ¿cómo estás? She's in a meeting. You too. Take a trip to the bottom of the lake go and drown all the pictures that I take when you're looking away and you don't hear me say I'm missing you and everything you do this has been episode four of the God's Head Incidental this episode was performed by Ishani Kanakar as M Christopher Wilson as Turvis Maya Armstrong as Therese. Paul Burkhart as Lorem Ipsum. This episode also features... Sam Morsiri as Grit Hansen. Jonesy Jones as Jack Thunderclaw. Brad West as the theater heckler. Davey Gardner as concessions worker. Kelly Smemo as How Can I Help My Boy. With Abby Dowd as Evie. The Godset Incidental is created by Kara Illenfeld and me, Amy Giacomucci. Sound design for our episode four is by Kara Illenfeld and Jonesy Jones. Recording engineering for episode four is by Philip Geiser and Kara Illenfeld. Our production manager and assistant editor is Abby Norling Ruggles. Our social media publicity manager is Hannah Illenfeld. 
Our theme music is composed by the astounding Irene Zhang and mixed and mastered by the marvelous Madhav Guy. Our credits music is Everything You Do by Irene Zhang. Our cover is by the remarkable Maddie Road Design. <laughs> now we have to think of three adjectives each time. <laughs> That's what's called raising the stakes mid-season. <laughs> anyway, check out the links to Maddie's work and all of our contributing artists in the show notes. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and give us a review. We would love to hear from you. If you'd like to hear more from us, you can follow us on Twitter at GodsHeadPod and check out our Patreon, where we have rewards like two-day early episode release, recording scripts annotated by our cast and crew, and postcards for Godshead holidays like First Thaw and Bonfire. Check it out at patreon.com slash godshead. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm gonna go... Nowhere. Grit, are you sure you can defuse the bomb with your mind? Are you sure you can swallow an entire sword? Are you sure it's safe to put a rabbit in that motorcycle helmet? Are you sure you're gonna be able to put her two halves back together? Grit, are you sure that was his card? Trust me, I'm a professional magician.